Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. George Norrie with Bob Brazell. His book is called Catching the Ascension Wave. Bob, we were talking about the planet that blew up between Mars and Jupiter, and that Mars might have been its moon. Yeah, Mars definitely was its moon back in the day. And, uh, and so uh, it got blown out of its orbit into the orbit that we now know and, uh, and became a planet. Uh, but it had its atmosphere blown away, and so things did not turn out well for the folks on both Maldek on and on Mars. And uh, on Maldek, before they completely destroyed their planet, uh, they a, a small group of them, I mean, this is a huge, huge planet, maybe a population of close to a trillion, you know. Uh, a significant number of them, however, were able to escape, and they came to Earth. They landed in Antarctica, which at the time was not buried under two and a half miles of ice. I was going to say, why land there, right? Pardon? I was going to say, why land there? Yeah, and and so they 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 built a city there and a huge uh, uh, pyramid and just uh, got things got things going here, kept things going rather on Earth, uh, but uh, the rest of them, well, they had a bit of a rougher ride. Now. We need to dig a little bit deeper into this defensive shield that the uh, uh, that the uh, 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 what's it called the ancient builder race that the ancient builder race created. Uh, we're all familiar with the first three movies of the Star Wars, where you know Darth Vader and uh, Luke Skywalker and all that, and they had the the Death Star. 
Well, I think that's right. that George Lucas was getting some inside information be- from the secret space program because this is what the ancient builder race was doing. They developed the capacity to hollow out moons and, and not to use them to destroy and conquer other planets, but to use them for pe- peaceful purposes to keep the peace throughout the local 52 star cluster. And this is what the uh, progenitor race on Maldek was able to infiltrate and take over, and like I say, ending up, ending up destroying their planet. But the thing about these moons, and I mean, this, uh, this is getting pretty far out there, but uh, trust me, for those who have not read my book, I do back it all up. I'm not just, I'm not just throwing this out there. I can back it up, but I'm just going to throw it out there right now. And that is that our moon was kind of like the prime example of a hollowed-out moon that can be used not only as a defensive shield, but also as a way of packaging up planets, literally entire planets, uh, that were about to go from third dimension to fourth dimension and to save those who were not ascension-ready to transport them to another third-dimensional planet. The moon and other hollowed-out moons became vehicles, if you will, that allowed that sort of transference to occur. Now, I know that sounds incredible, but uh, this is well-known throughout the secret space program. And did I say secret space? Oh, I guess I did. Yes, you did. Yeah. There is a two-tiered technology system, and that is for sure. That's been around for a long time. And uh, that would be fun to talk about, too, George. Uh, I've got to go back to the Nazis in World War II to begin to dig that one out. But that's another tangent for perhaps a little bit later in the show. Uh, for, for right now, uh, what, uh, what, what I've been told from the various insiders... Now, David Wilcock, you've probably talked to him a number of times. Yes, he's, been uh, he's more than just a well-researched ufologist. Uh, he's also in on this ascension thing, and he's got... He's got people feeding him information that is pretty darn good. And what they all tell him, not all of them, but enough of his insiders have told him that our moon is hollow inside, absolutely. And I make the case, uh, well, well, you know, just really get into it. Is it artificial? Yeah, it's artificial, absolutely. And so inside the moon, it contains as many as 10,000 layers in some places, and it was perfectly capable of, and it did uh, package up entire planets. I mean, the oceans, the lakes, the rivers, the people, the forests, you name it, and take them uh, because their planet would no longer be habitable for third-dimensional life to another third-dimensional planet in some other solar system. And so evidently this was done on a regular basis. But to cut to what was going on on Maldek here, uh, those who did not make it to Earth, uh, many of them, oh, goodness sakes, billions of them, uh, spent about 450,000 years inside our moon. And it was driven into, uh, into our solar system to become the moon that we know out there today. And for a long, long time, uh, according to the Law of One, it was inhabited by these transplanted beings from Maldek. Where's the opening? So is, on the backside? Uh, no, inside the moon. Inside the moon. You don't have to go to the backside when you've got a hollowed-out moon. Very mm-hmm. livable space inside. Where's the entrance, and, uh, though? Uh, I don't know. I haven't been there, <laughs> but it's uh, uh, it's it's certainly there. I suppose the entrance would be on the dark side. 
Now, is this based on research you've done, or have you told, yeah. been told these things? No, I've been. Uh, it's a combination of having been told these things. It's a combination. Uh, in April of 2020, I signed up for David Wilcox's online course. Uh, it was about Ascension, and I was so happy that I did, because the cornerstone there is not only about Ascension, but he refers to the Law of One on a repeated basis and uses that. That rekindled my interest in the Law of One and just, and just came out with a lot of this inside information. But where did he get it from? Well, it's a combination of his insiders, and he has numerous insiders, and the Law of One itself. So more than anything, I trust what the Law of One says, and it gives the details on just exactly what happened on Maldek and exactly what happened on Mars. So uh, to cut to the quick, uh, the beings on Mars, uh, they didn't, you know, they were just, well, what are you going to do when you no longer have a planet? Uh, there are certain ET races, and this again is in the Law of One, whose job it seems to be is to come and literally rescue people who are not ascension ready when their planet's about to go fourth dimensional and transport them to another third dimensional planet. Uh, they alter their genetic structure so they're more suitable to the new world they're going to. They time travel them, and they do it in such a way that, you know, for a short period of time, they might be disoriented, but very quickly, uh, life, life goes on for those people. Well, the beings on Mars were taken to planet Earth, as mm. were those who did not make it through the changes on Maldek. And so... Uh, what we're talking about here is a bunch of beings who were more interested in creating war and conquering other planets than they were in creating peace. That's the same as saying that our planet, planet Earth, became inhabited by a bunch of backstabbing, uh, uh, low-life uh, people that you probably wouldn't trust very much. And that's held us back a great deal. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. And uh, what I mean by that is that if you look at the law of one, what they say is that we go through three 25,920-year cycles. Uh, that's also the length of the precession of the equinoxes. But three of these, let's just call them 25,000-year cycles. And they say that at the end of the first cycle, on a typical third-dimensional planet, that about 40% of the people ascend into the fourth dimension. And those who are not ascension-ready are taken to another third-dimensional planet. Uh, this is through the... As, as I indicated, the various ET races whose job it seems to be to do this. And by the way, Courtney Brown remote viewed this in the Cosmic Voyage book that he wrote way back in 1996. He also remote viewed Mars being destroyed and how they were cloned and time traveled and taken here to planet Earth. So uh, we've got this confirmation coming from these two sources. And uh, 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 then to get back to the law of one, at the end of the second 25,920-year cycle, uh, they say the vast majority of those who did not make it the first time will now ascend into fourth dimension this time, uh, and that uh, the few, the very few that might be left over, well, they will be taken care of or harvested, is the term the law of one uses, at the end of the third cycle. But in our case, at the end of the first 25,000-year cycle, nobody ascended, relative speaking, 40% usually do. And at the end of the second cycle, second 25,000-year cycle, only 157 ascended. And they all stayed with the Earth and became ascended masters. And now the great question is, well, what's going to happen as we approach the end of the third cycle here? Uh, because, you know... You have a planet where up until now, virtually, well, with the exception of 157 people, nobody has made it into the higher worlds. And so the great question is, well, what's it going to take, and will we make it, and what happens to those who don't? And, you know, we can just go on and on from there. Are we in the midst of great change coming up? Oh, yeah, we're in the midst of great changes that are happening right now. And to unpack this, I actually go back into the 1950s. Uh, if you look at the 1950s, uh, there was an absolutely fascinating series of events that happened. Uh, uh, if we, well, let me put it this way. There was a Canadian scientist by the name of, uh, the heck was his name, uh, W.B. Smith. And W.B. Smith was actually commissioned by, he was asked by the Canadian government to go and investigate the UFO phenomenon. And he quickly realized that, uh, you know, you can see pieces of wreckage, which he did, and you can talk to people and, and all of that, but it might be better off to come in contact with people who claim to be actual contactees. Well, back in the 1950s, uh, there was an annual UFO event uh, in Joshua Tree, California, and typical attendance was about 5,000 people. So he became involved with multiple groups here who claimed that they, uh, that they were all contactees. 
And, you know... George Van Tassel uh, and those people, right? Well, yeah, and and also a very popular author back in the name by the name of George Hunt Williamson. Uh, And he was a big name back then. Uh, His best-known book was called... um, It came out in 1959, and it was called Road in the Sky. Well, George Hunt Williamson was definitely a contactee, and uh, and uh, he got teamed up with uh, W. B. Smith, and they came across some fascinating information. So they listened to all these contactees, their stories, and they say, "Well, that's really interesting, but is it really real?" So what they did was they devised a hundred-part questionnaire, and if you were who you say you were, an actual contactee, you'd answer the questions in one way, and if you weren't, well, you'd be exposed. You couldn't fake this. And so from that, he was able to decide who was really real and who really wasn't. And the story that they were telling us is exactly what's going on right now, that uh, we were told that our planet and the entire solar system was entering into the outer fridges of a great cosmic cloud, a great cosmic dust cloud, and that it was going to have dramatic impact on the quality of life here. Dramatic or devastating or both? uh, Potentially both. But if it is devastating, not to worry, because uh, if there are Earth changes, and the solar flash is kind of like the ultimate expression of that, uh, first thing I'll say about that is, is that that's an outward reflection of our continuing state of internal imbalance. You know, as above, so below. And so as long as we remain uncentered with unresolved trauma, emotional trauma from childhood and whatever, uh, we, it continues to get projected outward. Uh, and so that's really what earth changes are all about. But as we continue to raise our vibratory rate, and we are, there is a great awakening that's happening here, and it's only just beginning relative to the possibility. Earth changes are not just in stone. Uh, if we continue in the same rate, there will be earth changes. But even if there is, not to worry, because then the, the uh, group of benevolent ETs comes in, and they will take people who are not ascension-ready and transport them to a planet, a third-dimensional planet, where they'll begin to and continue to live their lives and work through their karma until they, too, become ascension-ready. And this is what uh, Courtney Brown saw and reported on in his book, Cosmic Voyage. As a remote viewer, he saw uh, sometime after the year 2000, he said it was, where this was what was happening on Earth, where a race of beings that we know as the Greys, evidently a certain aspect of the Greys, have this job of coming in and uh, recloning the people. They are cloning experts. And uh, just, you know, reconfiguring them to, in such a way that they'll be more able to handle the new planet that they're going to, and also to uh, time travel them at the appropriate moment in a way that they are not harmed one bit and that they're placed down on another third dimensional planet. Now, initially, there might be some, you know, where are we, what's going on? But very quickly, we're told that they just uh, settle back into their normal lifestyle and life goes on. So that's what happens, and that's documented in the Law of One also. That's what happens to people who are not ascension-ready, and for people who are ascension-ready, for people who have done enough of the inner work to dramatically raise their vibratory rate, well, they're about to have the right of a lifetime. 
to go through an amazing series of events that, uh, and again, not to worry, the pathway is all in our DNA on a very, very deep inner level. We, we've been there. We've done it before. We know exactly what to do, and we will know what to do. Uh, the real key is being in harmony with planet Earth when this happens, and if we are, planet Earth knows us and will take care of us, and as I say, give us the ride of a lifetime. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.